Once again, you are listening to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast, featuring the open minded musings of two mid 40s curmudgeons staring down the prospect of entertainment irrelevance. These honey tones are the voice, <laughs> is, this is the voice of Bill Scurry. I am the founder and proprietor of American Caesar Enterprises, a uh, full-service auto body service. Um, <laughs> we do we change oils, mufflers, the whole Full. thing. Windshield wipers, we get we get in the windshield, all that stuff. Wow, you really you really you got to work on that marketing pitch, my friend. Uh, you know, it's it's a new business. We're getting off the ground. Oh, and and though <laughs> that that voice you just heard, that's my co-host, yes. everybody, the guy yes. you've never met before because you've never listened to this show. Please tell a little bit about yourself, co-host. Hi, I'm I'm. Not Noah Tarno, quiz master and founder of an actual real existence service, not just in my imagination. Uh, the big quiz thing, the trivia game show spectacular. Man, and you have been spectacular as you've been teasing. You're on Thank the, you. You're on the ground right now. It's it's a lot of things going yes, on. Yes, I'm on the ground. Yeah, it's uh, busy times. People love their trivia in 2019. What can I tell you? We are uh, recording this on the same weekend as uh, New York City Comic Con. Yes. Which is a thing that uh, we both enjoyed in the past. I'm not there for the yes. first time in a while. And Neither of us are in New York. That's for true. For the first time since this show started. How about that? Yeah, that's true. So I'm going to transition right into it. So we picked a humdinger. This was a suggestion from one of my new dear friends from that beautiful region of England with no vowels, which men call whales. Our good friend Sky Wingfield was hitting me up on WhatsApp. By the way, WhatsApp, since I moved to Europe, I am I'm using this thing a lot more now. I understand the utility of it. This is going back. This was an OG topic of ours, Noah. Right. Um, I understand the whole thing about WhatsApp is that people don't pay for text messages. So it is a uh, great way to exploit Wi-Fi because there's one person I'm texting. This this is all. No one needs to know this, but there's one person I'm texting back in the United States who doesn't use an Apple iPhone. It's causing me a quarter every single time I text them. So it's adding up. Oh, come on. Believe it. A quarter per text? A quarter per text. That's the way it works. But that's anyway, Sky Wingfield, who is a prince among men, he's the host of the Film 89 podcast, who I've been on many times. Uh, he, he is a general <laughs> Who, who I've been on many times. <laughs> he, All right. He's a, uh, a gentleman. He's a warrior scholar, a poet. And he suggested that we tackle the topic of hot pepper culture. Capsaicin freaks. Okay. The idea of people yes. who go out of their way to, to, to burn their palates and their sphincters on hot peppers. <laughs> This is... It doesn't burn your sphincter. It just causes diarrhea. Okay, sorry. I forget. You actually... Di- it's, I don't believe... I think if there's a burning sensation in your <laughs> rectal region, I think your problems go beyond your eating hot sauce that's too extreme for you. I, this is, I, you know, I think then you got to see the doctor. Then it's not just about a glass of milk. At my age, this is what I'm talking up to. It's got to be my sphincter, okay. my sphincter right. pain is purely... <laughs> you hope it's that. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you got some convers- some uncomfortable conversations to have with your wife. So everybody yeah. knows, I'm not telling you something you don't know. Hot peppers are a, yeah, a, lo- are hot. They're a long-lived dietary staple. Right, everybody knows them because they've been around for a while. Here's the thing: they have trended over into a cultural artifact in the last decade or so. That's what we're talking about here. It's not just you know the thing, the green bell pepper that grows out in your garden. We're talking about a a craze, a phenomenon. The recent craze has sort of been propagated by an arms race. By I don't know if I call them amateur horticulturalists, but they're certainly do-it-yourselfers for sure who are hybridizing various strains of pepper from all around the globe to come up with the hottest pepper. We were talking about. This off, Mike Noah. The uh, a lot of people know this. They use a method called the Scoville unit, which I guess was a hundred years.
years or so ago, somebody came up with the, um, I guess his name was Scoville. <laughs> that would stand the reason, wouldn't it? Yeah, unless he was just being really complimentary of a good friend of his, and his uh, name was like Cartwright or whatever. I guess he could have been from the town of Scoville, but no, it was some dude named Scoville. Yeah, somebody who was named Scoville. Messing around with, with heat. And by the way, I think it's important to point out people forget like hot peppers are not literally hot, they don't raise the temperature of anything. No. They just stimulate the pain receptors in the same way that that actual temper, temperate heat does. Well, yeah. I mean, so cap, capsaicin it, yeah. is an acid. I mean, it is quite yes, literally. You're, it is an you're acid. bathing your elementary canal in acid. That's yes. uh, yeah. People, right? The heat is a misnomer. It's it's a word taking the place of another. And people are really trying to outdo themselves with creating these peppers, which are preposterously hot. None of this makes any yeah. fucking sense. Like I understand yeah. hot sauce. Sauce. You know, like Sky was telling me that, and he was sending me some pictures of this big collection. I think I think some context is important here when we talk about the Scoville unit and heat. So a jalapeno, most people are familiar with a jalapeno, and they think about hot peppers, they think about jalapeno. That is 4,000 Scoville units. And by the way, one Scoville, it, it's something about the amount that, of oil that you need to dilute it until you, I, I don't know, something like that. So a jalapeno is 4,000 Scoville units. The boot jalokia pepper, which uh, also known as the ghost chili, which was the first one of these. I feel like this started the trend in Guinness declared it the hottest pepper maybe yeah. like 15 years ago. Yeah. That is 1.5 million <laughs> Scoville units. That is quite a jump. And the current Guinness record holder, Guinness World Records, has declared it the hottest chili pepper. It is the Carolina Reaper, created by Ed Curry of Fort Mill, South Carolina, the proprietor of Pucker Butt Hot Sauce Company. <laughs> going back to of, going uh, back to the anus. Right. There's a lot of anal references in the names of these companies. <laughs> so, you know, we're way beyond Tabasco sauce at this point. Uh, yeah, we are we are a little bit beyond red hots, Tabasco, Sour yeah. Patch, gummy <laughs> bears, whatever. I mean, seriously. Exactly. We are past the point of edibility. Like this is not a comestible yeah. anymore. This winds up being was it the Indians had actually synthesized the ghost pepper into an an anti-riot device. Yeah, in- Indians meaning India, not Native Americans. Yes, yes. they have made bombs <laughs> like like tear gas. No, yeah. think about it. It's like tear gas. Yeah. It burns the mucous membranes. Yeah. You get that shit concentrated. You're you're stopping a riot for sure. Yeah, yeah. and and they actually the only reason they uh, shelved it was because the organic it, oh, it was right. like subject to dry rot. The actual <laughs> yes, exactly. It wasn't an inert comp. It wasn't an inert compound. It was a, an uh, active compound. So they they just couldn't. Bullet, use bullets are so much easier to store than uh than ghost chilies Uh, this this is a ridiculous i mean there's so many different things like everybody knows hot sauce everybody knows spicy food the part of like biting into one of these fucking nuclear acid bombs and eating it is a whole other aspect which people might only know from from YouTube, I guess? There are plenty of stunt videos of morons eating entire <laughs> hot peppers and then vomiting on camera. What I really what I really want to know, no, I want to throw it to you. I want I want you yeah. to tell me where you um how, how did you track this this cult down? How do you what did you find your way through this phenomenon? Well, I just want to say from a personal standpoint, I am I like a little spice, but I, I think the green Tabasco sauce does it for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I don't need much hotter than that. You didn't really get into the fattish element of it. It's not just these horticulturist dudes. It's these people trying to prove their manliness, both by consuming ever hotter hot sauces and the companies that make them. And they all have these provocative names. Pucker butt. I dare you, stupid. Death mamba. Pain is good. Uh, I learned about this one and it is real. A comedian we're both acquainted with, Christian Finnegan, talks about this in his new album. There's a brand of hot sauce called Anal Angst. Anal Angst hot sauce. Right. You know, it's just like, oh, look what a badass I am. Look what a badass you'll be if you consume this. And part of the reason these dudes are trying to outdo each other and get the Guinness World Records certification is it sells these hot sauce 
to these lunatics. It's a thrill-seeker thing. It's like skydiving, but A, you could still be a lazy fat ass, and, and it has the sexiness of food. I mean, this isn't sexy, but like food is, you know, you know what I mean, not literally. It's on, it's on point right now, sure. And then, of course, uh, it's been memefied via, who's the guy we found? Ted, the fire-breathing idiot, has a series of YouTube videos yeah. where he eats these peppers and then he turns red and he sweats and he vomits on camera and he says he needs to run to the bathroom and all this nonsense. Oh, the video series we need to talk about is there's a video series called Hot Ones uh, created by an organization called um, First We Feast. They got some connection here. They have, every episode is basically a celebrity, a big-name celebrity, and we're talking a-list here sitting down with the worst talk show host i've ever seen in my life a guy named sean evans i cannot believe how bad this guy is he makes jimmy fallon look like jack parr it's ridiculous (laughs) um sorry he sits down with the celebrity he asks not particularly probing questions and then as they go on the celebrity goes hotter and hotter hot sauces and they all have the same reaction it's the same thing over and over again and who cares and all the celebrities end up looking like the same people. Uh, so what do I think of this? I, you know, I don't, like I said, green Tabasco is all I need. Food is, I think people take food way too seriously. You know, the foodie culture is a little out of control. I mean, it's better than fashion because at least chefs are talented. Ooh, I just pissed off a bunch of fashion designers. God the damn. The thrill-seeking thing. But I don't know, like, really? You're, you're a badass because you're, you've deadened the pain receptors in your mouth? You know, this is mostly men. I don't think we see a lot of women hot sauce junkies. And I just feel like, I don't know, this is just some more toxic masculinity bullshit. Like, oh, look what a tough guy I am. I can eat this hot sauce that you can't eat. I am I am risking having explosive diarrhea. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you like hot food, fine. Eat your hot food. But like, why do you got to show it off? And, and look, it, it, it adds up. Capsaicin, you, you can develop, not immunity to it, but you could develop... Uh, you know, uh, they did this article about that we both write about um, India and how they eat the hot, the hottest peppers in northeast of India. You know, they give they give a little taste to little kids, and over time, they they are more immune to it, so they can handle hotter and hotter stuff. And they need hotter and hotter things to actually satisfy their yen for spicy food. But I don't see why that's something to be proud of. I don't know. Am I, am I way off here? No, there's a spectrum because. Um... When we're talking about this guy, Ted Bar- uh, Burris, was that his name? The fire-breathing idiot? And I watched one yes, video. Yes, Ted the fire-breathing idiot. Ted Burris, I think, maybe. His most famous video was him eating a um, chocolate butla. Yeah, the, the butla pepper, I believe it was. He is this, I guess he's perfectly anodyne, but he's a round-faced guy with a backwards ball yeah. cap wearing some yeah. sweatshirt inside his suburban living room looking at the camera talking breathlessly about this it's yeah. a sp- and saying and by the way cliches when i show you this you're gonna shit your pants there's so much more he could do with this yeah but he and it's just it's the same youtube vomit out the first thing that comes to my mind cut and print yeah he's not being anything other than what he's being it's fine that's one aspect is watching a dude jackass his way through uh, a food trend i could eat more of this and i mean we could tangent on because i've seen people do this thing with like, there's channels where people buy a, a expired food off of ebay and eat that um, oh come on no it's like really? they, this is what they will they in? will buy cans of high c from 1984 drink it and get sick on the air and that it, <laughs> it is it's a really weird thing by the way there's two high c references in two episodes in a row for you yeah i know value we're, we're, we're the, the spectrum of people who are enjoying the pepper go from yeah the the asinine masochism of these guys on tv or internet tv rather who are uh, making themselves sick there is a real epicurean thing to it because it's i like i love chili sauce myself i don't like the burn 
I want the flavor. And that's what winds up right. killing me sometimes. When I was talking with Sky about this, Sky sent me a whole, like he sent me a picture of all the sauces he's got. He's got a really healthy array of sauces. Some of them are ones that I've had for sure, and some of them are not. Some of them look like purely masochistic. But the thing is, there's a flavor in all of this. I mean, I think that when you mix the pureed pepper with vinegar and other spices, it is a very compliment. That does go nearly with everything. I love to fucking put pepper sauce on just about every single food that you can. I enjoy a little bit of a, a kick, but not a huge Scoville kick. I, I am with you too. I think the green Tabasco, to be honest, is as hot as I can go in life. That may be even at the, at the higher extreme, but it tastes fantastic. That's the thing. I think it tastes great. Um, and I mean, I know I split the difference between I want the flavor of the pepper sauce, but I don't want the heat. I don't want the capsaicin. In it. That's where I would prefer to, I would assume anyone doing an unhealthy things, like biting into a fucking ghost pepper like it's an apple for this, for the sake of YouTube, that's a stunt. And yes, I would say that's performative, toxic masculinity. That's some like juggalo shit. <laughs> You know, all the guys who are in the research, all the guys who are making these peppers, too. This is weird because these are horticulturalists. You expect that these are guys who ha must have a, a brainier and nerdier background. There is something to that, yes. But I almost think that they wind up looking more like craft brewers to me. Who Yes. It's splitting the difference between guys who have a very specific uh, tech technical expertise. Uh, it's chemistry. It's science. It's even a little bit of, you know, culinary cuisine stuff. But then there's the idea of the um, performative rock and roll right. aspect, which kind of turns me off. I'm not into all that bullshit. I don't need to see that. Like black and Latino, they just like hot sauce. They have a brand that they're loyal to. It's hot sauce. Whereas like a white dude, it's like a status thing. Like I have a cousin who has a shelf of all the exotic hot sauces he's collected from around the world. His trophy wall. It's like, yeah, this one's from Peru. It's made from a donkey's testicle. So... Uh... <laughs> It's a 14 million on the Scoville meter, so you probably can't handle it. All right, Bill, so why now? Why, or the last 10 years, why has uh, hot sauce, hot pepper culture, we're tying a few things together here, hot sauce fandom, growing the hot pepper, the race to grow the hottest pepper, the, the popularity of the hot ones, and that's a really bad title, too. Terrible it's a very title. facile pun. It's a bad, it's a, I get it, it's a pun, but it's a facile pun. It's a facile uh, pun. Why now? What is the currency of it? I want to give the benefit of the doubt and assume that, like me, a lot of people just think that pepper sauce is inherently tasty, and what you're doing is adding more sensory pleasure to the dining experience. That is my own myopia, Noah. That's what I think of. Okay. Um, and I mean, why would this stuff have been invented in the first place if it wasn't to sort of pick up food? Why did anyone put a pinch of salt on something? I assume the impulse is the well, same. Well, because the, the human body needs salt. But you could also, you know, for whatever you say, it, it enhances flavor. You know, you grind up right. uh, some pepper. You, you put some Reggiano Parmigiano on top of... Um, um, okay. Yes, but, you, but that's not why you eat a giant no, wrinkled yes, pepper that, yes, of 8 billion Scoville units and then, you know, boot into a freaking garbage can. It's not... We're, we're, ta we're, we're way beyond that, my friend. We're way beyond accenting your chicken dish, you know? <laughs> I think that it's the, the collision of performative 
culture. It's the it's the collision of bravado and and machismo and stunt culture. And oh, you know what I thought of? No, it was the cinnamon challenge, which of course you'll remember. We didn't do an episode on it. That thing where people were taking a fucking heaping like tablespoon of cinnamon, Jesus. and the whole idea how, was to hold. How it in, bored are we in this fucking? Co- that's, how bored? Yeah, how are bored we? are you? How bored? This are is you? the shit you do at like a picnic. With your friends when you're 11. You don't do this shit on the internet. This is the crap you do instead of staring at the fucking wall. This is so stupid. <laughs> but that's what it is. It's it, the, the upper end of this, the, the upper register of this thing is an arms race predicated on bravado. I kept thinking of the dude at the gym who's doing these fucking sick curls and grunting in the mirror yeah. as he's blasting his like biceps yeah. or something. That's yeah. what I I get the impression it's a guy in like one of those really spaghetti string um, halter tops who's just sweating with those big can uh, earphones blasting his buys and his tries and his lats and it's his, his his floops his clutes all those every single muscle group <laughs> this is the the internet equivalent of that and, and at the, i'm not saying that there isn't a valuable part of it but i think that you have a moment the popularity is being able to show how big your pepper dick is the irony is that the shriveled pepper looks like a ball sack does it not look like a scrotum <laughs> too, Noah? uh i don't know they're pretty pointy most of them Okay, you but know, the, the I, surface, the surface looks like scrotal the skin. The surface looks, I, yeah, I guess to the extent I know what that looks like. Um, <laughs> I think you're right. And we could, we could spin out some theory about, oh, you know, uh, masculinity is under fire. I mean, I wouldn't say it's under fire. It is certainly being challenged in ways it hasn't been challenged in a long time. So maybe some of this is pushing back on that. You know, one of the things I think this is a cousin to, certainly the guys growing the peppers, is you mentioned craft brewers. And I also think of uh, the the new trend of, you know, pot connoisseurs. Uh, It's funny. I've been to some of the legal dispensaries out here in California. And, you know, I buy a few joints every few months. And every time I do, they're like, well, what kind do you want? I'm like, I don't know. I want marijuana. Like, I I I don't parse it that way. What's cheap and won't poison me? Okay, good. That sounds good to me. And then, you know, the granddaddy of all these is wine snobbery. I am famously, famously very cynical about wine snobbery. I mean, part of that is I'm a teetotaler, so I don't like wine at all. But these people who parse wine within one billionth of a, you know, of a centimeter and oh, it tastes jammy and plummy and it tastes like grapes with the skins on. I just think that's total bullshit. And it's a form of snobbery. You are, you are puffing it up to make yourself sound erudite or important. I don't doubt that people think wine is tasty. And I don't doubt that you and many other people think hot sauce is tasty. As I say, I can enjoy the green jalapeno sauce. And occasionally I can enjoy more, enjoy more than that. I do have an allowance, a personal allowance for spicy foods, but to parse it within this tiny, tiny fraction of a measurable Scoville unit or what have you just feels very snobbish to me. And look how much better I am than you. And food and drink is always been something that people use to include and exclude others. But especially in modern America, where food has become such a status symbol for so many people. Uh, I just find a lot of things coalesce here into uh, if we're going to we're going to talk about something that that boosts up my confidence, boosts up my talent, my strength, my erudition, uh, kind of all comes together. But it is interesting that I don't hear about women who are into this stuff. Yeah, that, that was so a maybe, curious absence. 
Right. Maybe the machismo thing is really, maybe that's the vast majority of it. Yeah. Look what a tough guy I am. I can handle the worst. I got to think there's a piece there. I don't, I'm not going to judge all these guys who are making these videos. I mean, that guy, Ted, the fire breathing idiot. I mean, the videos I saw were stupid and they were all the same thing, but at least he was somewhat likable. And I, I saw the brief humor in him turning red and his reaction seemed honest. So I get it why that might be funny. I don't know why you need a series of videos seeing him do that. So I'm not going to paint all these guys where they say they're all, you know, incel alt-right guys. But masculinity is up against the wall in some extent, to, in, in some respects. And this might be tied in with that. There is something to it that I think is exclusionary. It's a little bit of a he-man woman haters club. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, not that women, again, not that women don't do this, but the performative aspect, the whole idea of the YouTube culture, all this stuff tends to come from a very monolithic uh, uh, viewpoint. Hey, what's going on, everybody? For First We Feast, I'm Sean Evans, and you're watching Hot Ones. It's the show with hot questions and even hotter wings. And today we're joined by Billie Eilish. Would you have liked the either Hot Peppers themselves or Hot Peppers as a cult if you were a young child? Absolutely not. I was the <laughs> least adventurous. I was the least. I mean, there were Hot Peppers when we were a kid. You would never find me put a jalapeno on something when I was a kid. So no matter how meany hot sauce culture would be in my childhood if I were a kid now, I would not go for that. And I've never been into plants. or I kill plants. Don't leave your plants with me. I will murder them. So the horticultural aspect would never appeal to me. So there is I'm definitely a more adventurous eater now than I was then, but still not enough to embrace this. And I'm more of a thrill seeker now than I am then. One of my regrets about childhood is that as a child, I was too scared to go on roller coasters. And when I finally talked myself down to go on a, a big, crazy Six Flags metal roller coaster when I was 23, you know, I had to logically go, you won't get hurt, you won't get hurt you won't get hurt you know and i went on it i'm like fuck why haven't i been doing this all my life i love roller coasters right ah, interesting so look i'm into stunts and i was into stunts as a kid but the hot pepper wouldn't have been my stunt like the hot sauce wouldn't have been my you know again i i could only eat pasta with butter on it no tomato sauce until i was like 12 <laughs> so Oh, you're boy. not going to catch me sucking on a Trinidad scorpion, that's for sure. A Maruga, uh, yeah, Trinidad Maruga. A Maruga, whatever they call them. You know, it's a, these stupid well, names. The names are dumb, yeah. What's interesting is that I, I think I'm I'm more or less your sagittal twin to a degree because I embargoed hot stuff. As a kid, you know, it wasn't served. My mother, as I've often revealed part of the Bill Scurry background story, the origin story when I was shot away from Krypton in a rocket, is that uh, <laughs> there was no flavor in the household growing up. My mother has a very anodyne pattern. She mostly just eats white and gray food. And I, I assume that that's what the food of the world was, that there wasn't anything more. That there was there was not red foods and there was not pepper foods. There was not garlic foods and things of that like. So it wasn't until I got my teens that I really discovered spice. I would say hot sauce in particular, like Tabasco. Let's just use that. Tabasco is the entry level. I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's the entry level hot sauce in America. Is it not, Noah? If you say Tabasco sauce yeah. to me, it's a metonym for... Yes, all, yes. all pepper sauces. And, and it's very much a very proud American brand. I mean, it's associated with this one island and all that. So I'm sure they probably market it as like an all-American classic brand. Right. Like, so it but, has like, very much a, a like a local identity. In, right. But in, in, the, in the way you think of yeah. Budweiser is American beer, yeah. Tabasco is yeah. American pepper sauce, even though there's clearly yes. many more things. I didn't get that you could put Tabasco on everything. It took me a long time. I didn't maybe have Tabasco for the first time. 
time until my late teens. And I wasn't putting it on stuff I ate until my 20s, I would say. So it's going on 20 or so years now. Like, would I have loved it as a kid? Not the performance, not the stunts, not the hot, like, fucking billion Scoville surface of of, of mercury type heat. But the whole idea of of, uh, the flavor of the pepper, the, the, the culture of making things more interesting, yes. But it took me until my 20s until I sort of stumbled across it, until I realized that these were avenues and permutations of the dining experience that appealed to me. As a kid, they just weren't there. And I think I would have been scared of them. Probably a little bit like you say with the roller coasters. It's like I was on roller coasters when I was 13, 14, but I wasn't eating hot foods until I was my late 20s or early, my late, late teens or early 20s. It's a missed opportunity because I think I would have liked it as a kid. But um, at the same time, I was scared because it was like, oh, we don't eat this. This is this isn't something we eat. You wouldn't like garlic. You wouldn't like Tabasco. We're not a hot sauce family. I eat it with seeds and all, not taking any of the seeds to keep for anyone. I told him I was going to eat it like an apple, but he thinks it's so hot that I, I won't be able to finish it. So we do have the Twilight Puke Bucket on hand. Let's do this, baby. Already hot. Bringing the crap out of my mouth. All right, Bill. So uh, is there any metric by which you could judge the popularity of hot sauce, the popularity of the, the web series Hot Ones? the race to make the hottest of them all chili pepper is any of that in a harbinger of an apocalyptic moment in our culture even though i'm put off by vol- you know masochism the idea that people are voluntarily putting themselves through a lot of displeasure I, I, and I, I wanted to quote sky here he says there have been instances when i thought that i've done myself significant irreparable damage and have said that's it i'm done with this only to go only <laughs> only to go back a few days later. Is that apocalyptic? I I don't necessarily know if it's apocalyptic because it's such a minor thing. It's like if everyone's going out there and doing a David uh, Koresh or Marshall Applewhite barbiturates to themselves, you're all you're doing is hurting yourself by putting the black uh, the black uh, Nike high tops on. What I'll tell you what actually does bother me, Noah, is is a whole ocean of Guy Fieri haired men trying to outdo each other. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it's on YouTube or in magazines or in hot takes uh, different from hot ones i'm just saying it's like this the type of guy we're describing that portly round-faced chin-bearded goateed necklace guy who wears a backwards baseball cap i've seen enough of him i grew up with him there's so many of him in the world i don't need another avenue for that guy to take the center stage yeah because yeah yeah I would much rather watch some trans man eat peppers, and that would tell me that there is some sort of that would be more interesting, wouldn't it? A lot more interesting. I, I don't know yeah. why. I mean, I'm just pulling that out of my out of my uh, my, wow. my um, scorched chili pepper filled ass. Well, but. I guess that's some, that's something to recommend. Hot ones, at least it's it's not all the same celebrities. It's you know Billie Eilish, Keel O'Neal. I'm just thinking of some of the different people I saw. I mean, at least it's a wide range of A list celebrities. No, they, they had Noel Eth- Gallagher. Noel Gallagher, who is the the yeah, least no. the least humor filled celebrity I think anyone's ever seen is somehow it, he's eating hot wings I'm like could you have imagined when he and his brother are fighting 20 years ago for supremacy in uh, Oasis that this guy would be stooping himself so low as to eat hot wings on a YouTube channel yes would I imagine that Noel Gallagher would stoop to that level yes that's one thing I will say for hot ones they get a good within the A list or B list realm of celebrities they got a good mix they don't go for the same dudes over and over again there's several apocalyptic things here well there are a few non-apocalyptic 
things here, which is, I think, Thrill Seeker and Machismo has always, you know, that is probably goes back to cavemen, I'm sure. You know, maybe it's reaching uh, panic level because of uh, the crisis in masculinity, whatever you want to call it. I mean, I think it's more just there's finally at least some consequences for that. So there is a crisis in some sense, not the sense a lot of people think there is. So there's that. Two, I think the weaponization of food as snobbery has gotten worse. And I think that is bad for inequality. That's a a really Um, good point. I can get on board with that. I don't think that's healthy. I think food snobbery actually is somewhat problematic. I think hot ones is emblematic of something we talked about many times, which is the lowering of standards in entertainment. If Sean Evans is considered a celebrity interviewer, we're deep fucking shit for what that says. I mean, look, this we harp about Jimmy Fallon all the time, and this is the same problem with that. I mean, I guess that also goes with it's as likable as Ted the fire-breathing idiot might seem as a dude— like, if this counts as entertainment, someone turning red and vomiting, this counts for entertainment, standards have fallen too far. Ugh. Ugh. Violent. Violent burn. Ugh. 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 It's not just burning the throat. It's burning everywhere. Is there any aspect of the hot sauce, hot pepper arms race that instills in you a feeling of jealousy? I'm inclined to say no, but then I'm having this weird thing of wondering, what are the guys who are getting... uh, One of the things that is described as just from eating this really toxic acid uh, in your face's mouth hole is that you get an endorphin rush from pain. It was was described in a few different articles is that um, why would someone keep coming back to it if if there wasn't some endorphin? Like I said, I don't like pain. I'm one of those strange people who doesn't want to experience any more pain and displeasure than I have to already. You're not like other people. You don't like pain. It hurts you. I don't have any envy over the people doing it, but I'm wondering what is this endorphin high? Because apparently I've never gotten it once my life i'll be honest somebody eating a pepper like i'm watching this guy ted bite into a fucking reaper pepper as if it were an apple and i'm watching him struggle with it for 15 minutes as his body shuts down it looks like the fucking thing from hellraiser it looks like the the leather bound guy comes out and scores your flesh with fish hooks and and in hellraiser it was always propositioned as being this was a game it's time to play the joy of the flesh. It was like some sexual thrill that that yeah. guy from Hellraiser, the pinhead guy, was like there to deliver unto you. There's this one little bit like, what are you guys getting from this? How come you're interacting with pain and this very specific measure of it where it is no longer about flavor and it is somehow about some transformative experience? Is this like ayahuasca, Noah, which is this thing that people say, you know, you drink it, you throw up, people hold your hair, you sit inside of a yurt in Ecuador, but you have the best moment of your life. And it's like, I don't want any of that shit. None of that sounds like anything I want to have anything to do with. But I wonder, what are you getting out of it that I'm not? I think there's something to be said for thrill-seeking. And I get the rush of, of pushing your limits and challenging that. I mean, I think hot peppers is a silly way to do it. You know, it just seems like a like a, a distinctly American way of thrill-seeking in that you can do it sitting on your fucking couch. Yeah, so there's <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I, I see. They're just uh, saying, so, yeah. so I'm just I'm just clapping back to you. Jealousy. I mean, I wish I were more of a foodie because that seems like a rarefied world sometimes that they're not letting me in. But whatever, like I'm going to, no pun intended, like, yes, this is sour grapes, but I think maybe I'm justified. I'll tell you who I'm jealous of is Sean Evans, you know, as someone who has had the door of the entertainment 
you know, powers that be slammed in my face over and over again, despite what I will say, you know, people are willing to pay me for something, but no one in the entertainment business is. Uh, I'm jealous of someone with clearly so little talent getting a ton more attention than me. Add him to the list of celebrities who piss me off, you know? I mean, that list gets longer and longer by the moment. Uh, so what are you going to do? Yes, I'm jealous. So uh, that that takes us to the very, very final segment. Uh, we, we transition yeah. right into the... We mentioned this. Jimmy Fallon has come up already. We've already... Yeah. Incarnated him uh, in in yes. the aspect of everything that's terrible in life. Jimmy Fallon, who is the show business equivalent of a sulfur odor, we bring up as the very worst, the bottom of the spectrum, and everything that's good and great in the world as the other side of the spectrum. In terms of our topics that we've covered on the show, so where do you think that the this pepper freak culture falls on the Felonian scale? Pepper freak. That was the, my favorite Rick James B set. That's going to be Weird Al's version. I'm gonna. I can't believe I'm going to say this. I did say this. He makes Jimmy Fallon look good. Now, there are a lot more problems with it. We're not just talking about Sean Evans here. We're talking about the whole phenomenon. As a whole phenomenon, if we're just talking Sean Evans, it would be worse than Jimmy Fallon, if you can believe it. But the Pepper phenomenon, there's something okay to it. So it's not the end of the world. It's just more crap the earth and the world and society and people and men and women don't need. So I'm going to give it about seven-eighths of an EDM. What about you? Hey, I like that. That's good. That makes sense. Okay, you like that? Yeah, yeah. Now you're finally speaking my language. Okay, I got I got a good one, and I actually already I brought up WhatsApp. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring WhatsApp uh, WhatsApp again because WhatsApp is this thing which is very important to many 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 people. We looked at it, we kind of balked, understood the meaning of it, kind of got what it was supposed to be, but had very limited engagement, and ultimately turned our noses up at it. I think of WhatsApp as it's it's a thing that has all these uses, but it's not nearly as important to me and you as it is to other people but i believe in other people when they tell me how much they love this shit and right, that's again right. scott sky is like a dyed in the wool pepper dude uh, you know at the cost of his soul and and his epithelial uh cells you could probably get him to part with one of his three children before he'd give away a single bottle of hot sauce <laughs> and you know that might not be a bad trade but i don't i've never met his kids so i don't i don't want to speak about okay. that right now all right billy i think that does it take it home my friend as always, if you want to find past episodes, 101 beyond this, this is 102. Yes. So, yes. So uh, you'll find 101 episodes all on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitch, Stitch Stitcher. And Stitcher. 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 Tweet to us at Noah and Bill Show. Write to us, Noah and Bill. Don't get it at gmail.com go on iTunes give us a review send us a uh, a but jalokia pepper uh, me and Noah will eat that shit I am on Twitter personally at William Scurry I am on YouTube youtube.com slash amcaesar and this guy Noah will tell you all about his pepper habit right now yes my pepper habit is called putting on live trivia shows actually I have a uh, one of my favorite trivia questions about the but jalokia chili pepper I say the but jalokia one of the hottest on earth is often known as the blank chili or blank is what stereotypical Halloween costume. And I like that question because it solicits, we ask for wrong but funny answers at most of our events. Stereotypical Halloween costume, I get stuff like the sexy nurse chili. And I rather, <laughs> I, I think that's a good one. Uh, no, I'm all about the big quiz thing, bigquizthing.com. We do corporate and private trivia events nationwide and beyond. We are very close to booking our first ever event in Mexico. How about that? 
Whoa. Um, yes, indeed. But uh, actually, this fall, we're uh, we're doing a series of public events in both New York and in San Francisco. You can learn all about that at BigQuizThing.com. And, uh, of course, contact us for your own custom trivia event, corporate, private, fundraiser. And I'm also on all the social medias at BigQuizThing. Well, until next time, when our show will get a 2 million Scoville rating, but we'll still only have 13 listeners. <laughs> we don't, we don't get, get it. it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2019.